You're now listening to Live Chat Radio. Coming up. Like, when did we say, yes, being a lady, if you want to be a lady, it's okay to be half naked and dance on the 50-yard line. Man, I feel like this thing said, African-American knows how to be proud of your body shape, how to be proud of who hot you are. Yeah, hot sauce in my Hot sauce in your my purse. Bag. Everybody, welcome to Live Chat Radio. This is your girl, Ecal. And I'm Felicia. How are you guys doing out there in podcast land? <laughs> welcome back to our third week. I love when you say the word land I after. Know. Welcome to the land of internet podcasting Podcast. land. And we say third week like we haven't been doing this thing for a year. But this is right? our third podcast. Exactly. It, but not our third time behind this these is microphones. Not our third time. This is like our... Sixtieth, uh, <laughs> right? Maybe, like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe we could go and count fifty-two weeks, and then and then subtract some, <laughs> add some, divide, <laughs> yeah. multiply. Yeah. So welcome again <laughs> to podcast land. See, I just like it. It just sounds good. It I does say sound it. good. Keep saying it, Esther. Podcast land. Podcast land. <laughs> See, with my timber back behind yeah. my voice. Thank you. For I your vocals. thought that you missed it already. And so I thought I'd go ahead and just start with the timber in my voice. Podcast land. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so while you're singing, why don't you <laughs> sing the title of the show today? Today's, I'm not going to sing it, <laughs> but I will say it. Today's show is called Influence, Making Moves or Causing Chaos. Ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Yeah. Do we have like sound effects? We need no, we sound. don't have any sound effects. We're our own sound effects. Uh, I feel like the sound effects <laughs> might scare people, and uh, I think I already scared them enough with the timber in my voice. And ooh, yeah, it's hot. It that, sounds really that, warm. Oh, it does sound like <laughs> like breath. It does. <laughs> it does not sound like a. That crowd. sound like straight breath. But this is a very interesting topic, especially with everything that's happened over the past what two three weeks. Yeah, it's been a, a pretty interesting past few weeks in um not just not just the media but i would guess say just culturally there's a, yeah. there are a lot of people that are trying to say a lot of things and so our conversation today is based around what to do when you find yourself in a place of more influence especially if you are associated with a cause or a purpose mm-hmm. Are we cognizant of the things that we're saying are the messages that we are really trying to communicate right. as we get more influence? And everybody's always trying to have more influence. They're trying to gain followers. Right. Buy my buy followers on yeah. Instagram. Like me. Like me. Like my pictures and my right. posts. Right. It's we, actually really it's all about influence these days, especially with social media. Like the more friends that the more followers and friends that you have, the more important you are. But you that's but what you saying like what are you saying mm-hmm. are, are you saying something I actually was going to say that earlier this week I was going to say everybody wants to have followers but what the heck are you saying to them why would I want to follow you and where are you leading them like if they're following you where are you actually taking them to like is this this like dark abyss of down the narrow way <laughs> seriously though yeah because you have, to be very, you have to be very careful with who you follow these days and and literally by simply pushing a like button or a follow button on someone's page it really is saying that you support them Mm. you know so you have Mm. to be very careful be careful who who you like yeah 
That's deep. Yeah, it's deep, ain't it? <laughs> we going deep real early in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, we like three minutes in this thing. You just taking them in. <laughs> Be, careful Be careful who, who you, you like. Who you follow, my, my child. Mm-hmm. But it's very serious, though. And, and so the, the, um, the three artists that really come to mind with the power of influence over the past couple of weeks that we're talking about on the show today is Beyonce, of course, Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye West and then Kendrick Lamar. Well, not just Kanye West. We're talking Kanye West and, and Kirk Franklin. Yes, yes. This because is true. we already know Kanye West, but what's interesting is the Kirk Kanye conversation mm-hmm. um, and the statements, the obvious statements that were being made during that performance. Yeah, so which one do you want to start with? I don't know. <laughs> let's start. Okay, okay, so let's start with. Beyonce, okay, because okay, we'll go in the order uh, that they happened. Okay, that'll that's the, the a non-biased way <laughs> to go in, right? Okay, okay, so let's start with Beyonce. Everybody's been talking about Beyonce, and exactly. I almost didn't want to talk about her because everybody has been talking about right. her, and true. so I was like, I don't even know if I want to do it, but I do want to talk her as to her about her as it relates to these other entities and the the, the very obvious thing that we see happening right now yeah because i feel like she she created this ripple effect basically and so and not just with the artists that we see that are in our faces and on all media outlets but really in the artistry in general like people are becoming more comfortable with viewing or showcasing their opinion on whatever platform that they have available yeah i I think there are some really great things to say about that Mm -hmm. but what i wonder is who is giving them advice right about what they say how they say it um the timing because there i think that was the thing about beyonce's performance there were so many variables that made what she did questionable to people who pay attention Mm -hmm. i think it's really easy for people to fall on one side or the other oh go bay black power this that and the other but those are people i think who are accustomed to listening to the the people that are in their own world Mm -hmm. and so they don't really take the time to hear what kind of impact it really might have had outside of their own circle yeah i think that's what's what's really interesting about artists and just really i guess you know specifically performing artists but just art in general is that when you when you're presenting it you really you really don't look past the art you right. know you really don't look past what impact is actually going to have you and and when you when you really talk to artists that have made major impact in the industry usually they're like i didn't even expect that right i just was doing it because i felt that like, was me yeah it was me or mm-hmm. i just wanted to express myself sure. or whatever the case is i yeah. didn't think that it would get this type of response mm-hmm. so basically they're not even really considering their audience or where their message is going to land they're just like i gotta get this out and this is the best platform to do it when millions and millions billions of people are watching right i wonder though if they consider the bad with the good or the potential bad with the good Mm -hmm. so uh i'm gonna go on record and say i i respect beyonce's talent Mm -hmm. i think she has an an incredible performer Mm -hmm. i think she has an incredible voice and she played off that fall real good. She did, right? Uh, it looked like it was almost part <laughs> of the choreography. <laughs> it wasn't. <Seriously. laughs> she almost fell. She almost fell, but uh, you can tell. No, I, res- I respect her. I didn't care for most of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. 
I I personally struggle to reconcile political statements with half naked women. Like I right. really struggle to listen to hear the political statement or whatever statement you're trying to make when your coot is out and you know you like your it hay out. is out and you popping that thing like I you mean, are popping <laughs> and you but we celebrating a Black Panther. I'm like I. I'm just a it was little. Like, it was like celebrating them, but like the Beyonce version because <laughs> she's gonna pop it. Like that's just who she is. So any, right? even if she's like singing about Jesus, even when she's singing about Jesus, like I've seen, I've been to her shows where I've been to her concert where she does like the the really slow, really sacred type yeah. of song, right? Yeah, and she comes down like an angel. Sure, but listen, this angel <laughs> costume. Do you is ever not, see her with pants on? She had no, I don't think so. I've like, never seen Beyonce with a pair of pants on. I, I only mean, outside of like her jeans, you know, when she she's like on the street with her boob, but, but other not than like that, on performance. I've never seen her in a performance where she doesn't have on no swimsuit. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that it's not a swimsuit? Like, bodysuit. <laughs> I mean, every single time I see her, I let it's all of her thigh. I, I mean, I struggle with that. I struggle with you. But the thing about it is, that's who are you naked. But that's that's like okay. So so finish how you feel about it, because then I'm a I'm a that's come okay. In. Well, that's how I feel about that portion of it. Okay. Hey, thing number one. I respect her talent, but I can't get with all of it. Right. Number two, I hear you trying to make, you got the Michael Jackson clothes on, mm-hmm. you're trying to make a statement, go black mm-hmm. people, but like you're half naked. I struggle, I struggle with that. And number three, I, I don't know if what she was trying to say actually helped move the ball forward in with the big picture of what we're trying to accomplish okay Okay. celebrate go black people don't you know (laughs) blacklivesmatter.com but but what did that do for what did that do for it so what do you what do you think her intentions were i don't know if she had any that's what i'm saying i don't know if people go in and say my intention is to shift the mentality or say these lyrics so that Mm -hmm. people will think differently i almost think that it's perpetuating stereotypes than it is saying Look at us differently or respect the culture or mm-hmm. whatever. I think it, it is actually it actually has the potential sometimes to do more harm than good. And in this case, I think it did more harm than good. I think it was great for record sales. I think it of was course. a brilliant. I think it was a brilliant marketing strategy, mm-hmm. even though I think it got her banned in some places because of it was too much. But the power of her influence means that she doesn't have to pay for advertising dollars. Right. So from that perspective, if that was your mission accomplished and i think from i think as an artist um their mission is always to boost sales themselves sure you know, like even if that's in sales even if that's in recognition even in that if it, even if that's in interviews like at the end of the day you're an artist and you're right. a performer okay. Not only, and with beyonce she's just an entertainer like everything that she does for me is entertainment so should she even be trying to make a statement yeah, I think, but I think that I think that she should be making a statement for sure because she has that type of influence. Like you can't have that level of influence and not use it for some type of benefit. So whether that's I'm going to use this statement to not only boost my single that I just dropped yesterday an hour before, yeah, 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 the day before the Super Bowl, but I'm also going to tie in. I'm gonna I'm gonna perform my single 
on this at the Super Bowl, and I'm just going to tie in all my whole message from the single into this performance. And so I don't think that here's the interesting is that she um, someone asked her after the performance what she was trying to do, and her words were, "I'm I, I want people to be proud of who they are." So if that was her intention, okay, to say, you know, I am who I am. But who is people? People meaning black people. Okay, right, right. right. So she wanted her people. Right, like right. her culture, mm-hmm. who she's connected to for, for the most part, or whatever the case is. So she wanted them to feel like it's okay to be expressive. It's okay to wear your natural hair. It's okay, okay to be to, naked. It's, go, it's okay to on be the naked. Yard line. It's okay. It's okay to pop it. You know, what <laughs> I'm pop, stop, drop it. Like all of these things are okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're saying that you know it this makes, is this is who I am right so that's what makes me uncomfortable like that's the thing and granted say what you go say mm-hmm. cool if that is your message I can't take that away from you right but but when did we say that what you're saying is okay is actually okay like when did we say yes being a lady, if you want to be a lady, it's okay to be half naked and dance on the fifty yard line. Man, I feel like that's been said. That's been people. okay for a while. Like that's that's been happening, but, and but, not just with Beyonce. But she's like, perpetuating it. It's but just, she's an entertainer. Oh, so I'm so, old. I could, so I can understand if I could understand if we were talking about an artist that is not normally like this, but that's who she is. Like she literally from. From Destiny's Child to her coming you don't out with like her own album, she's got a little bit more naked over time. Yeah, she has. I okay. mean, yeah, because she's she feels like she's coming into her womanhood. So even her her last record with Drunken Love, like that was that whole record was very sensual, basically. But it's like, oh well, she's married with a child, so you're basically talking about what's going on in the bedroom on and now rolling in every around, song. rolling around in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my child, you can watch this because Beyonce is awesome and and she's awesome and so, she's every woman and be her and that's okay so here's child. the thing though i think that that's i think that that draws a line when it comes to where we are as as parents and leaders of our home so my daughter so what do you do then that's a good yeah. what do you do when there are influential figures that are impacting our culture mm-hmm. uh, what do, how do we control the messages that they are feeding that are our coming children? into our house yeah mm-hmm. i think that it's important for us to have those conversations with our children and let them know what's real versus what is entertainment almost mm-hmm. and so we're like even with Beyonce, my conversation to Madison would be, and I haven't had this conversation with with her because she didn't even see the performance. Like that, she, it's not even something that she's seen from my from my knowledge, right, Madison? <laughs> That's so crazy. Did you see the Beyonce performance on the Super Bowl? On the Super Bowl, look at her face. Uh, oh, you did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, okay. right. You know what's so funny? Hey, Madison. We were seeing it together. <laughs> we were like eating oh, barbecue geez. and uh, actually she looking forgot. at the. I totally forgot about that. I was like, how did I even see it? Um, but so here's the conversation that I'm going to have with my child. You can have right now. <laughs> yeah. She's in the studio. Yeah. Thanks. So hey. the conversation is the difference between what is entertainment versus what you need to allow to infiltrate your everyday life so this is not realistic that you walk around in swimsuits and popping your tail on the super the 50 yard line like that's not realistic but the the some of the messages in her song not even in her performance but more in her song 
is talking about how to be proud of your natural hair, how to be proud of your cheekbones, how to be proud of your African-American nose, how to be proud of your body shape, how to be proud of who hot you are. Hot sauce in my yeah, hot sauce in, <laughs> hot sauce in your purse. Bag, I mean, yeah. but the thing about it is you have people that are living that life. So it's not it's not necessarily a line where we have to draw saying this is what's right and this is what's wrong in our culture. It's like if we're going to embrace it, then we're going to embrace everybody, right? Not okay. everybody. Sure. Not everybody as in, mm-hmm. you know, your wrongs and your rights, but everyone as in their personality traits and whether they talk with a draw or whether they don't, whether they talk sophisticated or whether they talk in Ebonics. Like, that doesn't mean that they're less respected or less influential or that we need to not listen to what they have to say because they're not saying it the way that we would expect okay. it to come across. All right. I guess. That's, That's something. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> so funny. Uh, we only have two more minutes left, and we have two more people to talk about. I guess we can uh, start talking about, we can finish up the conversation about Beyonce and then come yeah. back and talk about uh, the other two. Because the second one, I think, is even more, especially from a Christianese point of view, mm-hmm. the second one is, I think, even more controversial mm-hmm. than the first I think that people are going to kind of draw a line in the stand yeah with I totally Beyonce because I feel like I have actually <clears throat> with Beyonce no with, oh, with the, the next, next one. one yeah yeah I, because with Beyonce again I expected you expect her to yeah okay swimsuit equals leotard oh, that's pretty much what that is thank you producer swimsuit equals it's, leotard uh, thank you vision media it's a leotard <laughs> that's pretty much what that is <laughs> And it's so funny because we're literally staring at it. <laughs> I know. And I was like, what is this called? Because oh, it's a leotard. zipper up the middle. Like, literally, like, where is the zipper from? Like, is it from the where? back? That's because it, the zipper question. goes all the way, like, down. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so <laughs> much. And we, and we, what is it? Champion it. Like, it's not even that we are just like, yeah, Beyonce, she's going to be her. It's like, yeah. Go naked Beyonce. We champion okay. it. But but here's the here's the here's the thing though. Had she let's just say that she came in on the Super Bowl and did Drunken Love or whatever is a song that she's mm-hmm. that she's done in the past, right? Would it be would it actually make a difference whether it was a political song or basically what I'm saying is do, would it matter if she when she's half naked singing about nothing? Doesn't matter now that she's half naked and she has a political message behind it. Now it's a pseudo political message behind a pseudo political message. I mean, you know, she's she's making a political statement, regardless of how heavy it is for someone. Sure. So she she intentionally had all African American background dancers. She intentionally had them wearing afro. She intentionally did was very militant in her wardrobe. Yeah. She was intentionally putting the X on the on the thing. She's intentional about her lyrics saying bl- right. you know, basically right. I'm proud, sure. you know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. who I am. Yeah. So for me that's a political that's yeah. some type of I political get it. statement. I get it. Yeah. I get so, it. So so what is What's the difference between her basically dancing around the, st- the field half naked with no message versus dancing around the stadium with one? I hear you. What's the difference? What do you think? Oh, I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> I have no answer for it. I have no more comments about Beyonce and her naked self talking about beginning the formation. Because I want to say all kinds of words that are not appropriate for Life Chat Radio. I'm about formation? It, about the whole thing. Yeah. 
That's what we're here to talk about. Mm-mm, we out of time for this segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right we back. We talking about two more people. Yes, yeah, talking about the other two people. Influence, making moves, or causing chaos. Which one is it? We'll be right back. Jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. Always screaming out the devil is a liar. Truth is, we've all lost touch. And I don't think the devil talking that much. People pitching their tents in Kadesh. Nice clothes to adorn your Lord flesh. Million dollar homes, big checks Nice whips, cash, sex It's all you hear about on the radio 50 million views, YouTube Our culture got the future looking scary, yo But hey, really, yo, what can you do? A lot, I don't know about you But man, I put my whole heart into stopping this monotonous life And when it work, no telling Cause everybody trying to make it into heaven, yeah Cause everybody wanna go, yeah, yeah Everybody wanna go, yeah, yeah Anybody wanna go Trying to make it into heaven, into heaven, uh, yeah, yeah, into heaven, uh, yeah, have mercy, uh, God. In this circle so much I'm nauseous, I'm so sick of materialistic nonsense, so I made a whole disc of his, Molly is, making the dead rise, live, consciousness, don't blink, keep watching this, he's always been there, yeah, my God's in this, change the skeptics into optimistic lads, turning all the haters into boxing bags, behold, I do a new thing, Great I am is the true thing The blood of Christ red is the new black <laughs> And good is the new bad So in that case you bad And man that boy's too bad And he's putting in work I'm telling Cause everyone trying to make it in the heaven yeah. Cause everybody wanna go yeah, yeah. Everybody wanna go yeah, yeah. Anybody wanna go yeah. Everybody trying to make it into heaven Into heaven yeah, yeah. Into heaven this life ain't mine, it's yours Please have mercy, Lord These lights on ours, they're yours Please have mercy, Lord Sometimes looking at him, you can't tell He bought him with his life, seems like a bad sale But he knows best, I give him mine Maybe you should, but never mind I gave him mine, that's enough I ride with him, knuckle up I'm coming in, I've been knocking But no one answered, so I walked in up. I'm moving in, I got your robe on, bro man And about the change the game, I'm telling Cause everyone trying to make it into heaven uh. Cause everybody wanna go, yeah, yeah Everybody wanna go, yeah, yeah Anybody wanna go, yeah Everybody trying to make it into heaven, into heaven, uh. This life ain't mine, it's yours Please have mercy, Lord These lives on ours, they're yours Please have mercy, Lord Does everybody wanna go? Yeah, yeah Everybody wanna go? Yeah, yeah Anybody wanna go? Yeah, everybody tryna make it into heaven Into heaven, yeah, yeah Into heaven, yeah Have mercy, God everybody, what's up? This is E. Calloway. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter today by going to LifeChatLive.com. Get updates on the Life Chat Podcast, Life Chat Live, and other great events, conversations, and more that we want to share with you. Sign up now at LifeChatLive.com.
They call it Mission Impossible. Way too many obstacles. Infected by sin, now they saying it's inoperable. Man, that's just illogical. My God is unstoppable. Tell me that this generation done. I got a problem, dude. Raise my hand, question. Where is the investment? If we ain't putting nothing in them except for breakfast, really what you expect? If you press an eject, rewind, take the time and dig a little deeper to the bottom line. It ain't over. We ain't nowhere close to the finish line. Quit complaining. If you ain't out here trying to spend time, kids are dying. Don't you understand what I'm saying? Let me break it down for everybody, baby dog. Martin Luther, Malcolm X, they ain't never coming back. Dealing with the generation that I don't know how to act. Send me in the fire, Lord, just so I can pull him back. I refuse to watch him burn. It don't matter white or black, cause we serve a God that's bigger than that. Why don't you take a look around? You see a proper react. And if you choose to use my voice, then I'ma hook him with that. I'm trying to start a revolution in my B-Boy stance. <laughs> Was worth it, and it's not cliche. There is so much I like to say, and there are generations aimless, lacking vision, living for today and not tomorrow. Yo, the rain across the city sorrows, and no government can save the people. Yo, our time is borrowed. So, the church, we need to step it up, and parents raise the children up and make the dream reality by any means. Let's lift them up. And God is asking us the same question as Isaiah Whom shall I send to represent within this generation?
You're now listening to Life Chat Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to Life Chat Radio, where we are talking about influence. Yes. Making moves or causing chaos. It's been kind of a crazy discussion today, but really awesome. Uh, We're going to take a pause from our craziness, and we've got a guest in today. Uh, His name is Nick Marie. You know what? How do people say your last name? They probably say it a billion different ways. Especially down in Texas. Yeah? Because a lot of people will say Moreno, right? Uh Which with the Hispanic culture down here, but my family's from New York. Very Italian up there, so it's Marino. That's what I was going to say. Okay, well, let me finish giving you a pseudo introduction, (laughs) because I just stopped it. Like, I don't want to say his last name name wrong when he's sitting right in front of me. (laughs) That would be so embarrassing. We've done it before, actually. Marino. That right? Okay. Nick Marino, he's the director of social change for Tango Tab. We love Tango Tab, but I also really love his title. I feel like I want to change my title to that, even though I don't have really a reason to change my title to anything, but it sounds really cool. Uh, So you guys help us welcome Mr. Nick Marino to Life Chat Radio. Welcome, Nick. Can I give myself a round? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys a round of applause. Thank you guys so much for having me tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, you're in here. It's I like late. You already. Yeah, eyes are red. Everybody's. I know, right? Ma- this is what's Esther got her kid over listen, there, like, and she's like yawning and like <laughs> sniffling. There's a lot going on. But we're having okay. a really great conversation about yes, influence. And Nick is a pretty influential guy. He knows a lot of people, especially around Dallas town. If you've never seen Nick around Dallas town, then I don't know. Who are you? Where you have been. (laughs) Probably in a good place. If you're away from me, you're away from me. You're in a good place. (laughs) So, Nick, tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you got plugged in with the organization for whom you are employed, and what you're about. So, uh, like I mentioned, my entire family's from New York, so Mm -hmm. I talk fast. I'm loud, but I say y'all. That's good. So, I might drop a a few uh, down here. I was born and raised here in Dallas, uh, grew up in Garland, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, just growing up, played baseball and gave up. That was my passion. Gave it up in my, after my sophomore year of college, and that was my passion throughout my entire life. Wow. And I found a new passion in kind of like the marketing and advertising field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while I was in college, I fell in love with a company called Tom's Shoes. So it was my dream job to end up working at Tom's. I loved Blake McCoskey's story, how he started it, what it stood mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. I loved that it was a for-profit, but it still did good. Mm-hmm. And it started kind of this revolution of these companies. And then in 2011, in December, I actually ran into a gentleman by the name of Andre Angel who was starting this thing up called Tango Tap. Mm-hmm. I learned more about it and I was like, whoa, this is the Tom's Shoes of Dining Out. Mm. Do you say that often? Tom's Shoes of the, Dining the Out? The Tom's Shoes of Dining Out. It's, yeah. It kind of clicks with people a little That's bit good. instantly. It's the whole one yeah. for one type of model. Right. And I was like, why would I move out to California when I can help start something that here in Dallas mm-hmm. yeah. in my hometown and then expanded and who knows how big this thing will get right, right on and that's what you have done yeah exactly. and it's gotten pretty big actually uh yeah so Saturday I actually celebrated my four-year anniversary with Tango Tab that's great congratulations and thank you very much and now we're launched in uh, around 10 markets and wow. we're going to be opening up nationwide huge plans for 2016 mm-hmm. uh, it's looking good right on doesn't feel like you're going anywhere anytime soon, huh? Um, um, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I've been offered a few jobs, different places, and um, honestly, you know, coming from where I was in, where I was at, 
uh, I took a huge pay cut to come to Tango Tab and take a risk. And at the end of the day, uh, it's a bigger picture for me. It's not a paycheck. It's yeah. um, helping the individuals part of not only our community here in Dallas, sure. uh, but all around communities that uh, around the country and hopefully globally. Right. So, so talk about Tango Tab and what it, it really is and what it does, because I think a lot of people may not even know. Yeah, so some people, or uh, probably a lot of people don't know, because, I mean, we, we're young. We yeah. don't have a huge marketing budget, so you don't see this on television, except if it's maybe the news. doing mm -hmm. Good news, good news, that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Tango Tab is a mobile app. It's free to download. It's absolutely free for the consumer. You just open it up when you're about to go out to eat. helps you discover new restaurants. And in March, we're going to be launching Tango Tab 3.0 with an entire new interface nice. and user experience, which makes it uh, more beautiful and easy to use and shows you how much of an impact you're making even more than the app does today. But every time you go to one of our partner restaurants, all you simply do is click I'm going before you go. Once mm -hmm. you get there, you click check in. A lot of our restaurants have deals. If they have a deal, you just show the confirmation code to your waiter or waitress. If it doesn't have a deal, you just check in and keep going on your merry way and keep doing what you usually do. But every time you do that, we get a notification. We feed a person in need. And today we fed right underneath 1.3 million people. Wow. Nice. That's amazing, man. That's, awesome. That's such a blessing. Uh, yeah, Jeez. so uh, a lot of people get it confused with our Feed the City events, which Ooh. are is uh, an event that we do just to bring uh, the community together. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a nice way to get our users together, to introduce Tango Tab to new people. And uh, at the end of the day, we feed a ton of people just through that one event. Sure. Yeah. How often do those happen? Uh, so we... A group called Random Acts of Kindness actually started these probably around a decade ago. Mm -hmm. And we started partnering up with them. Uh, I had learned about them before Tango Tab. Mm -hmm. Started partnering up with them. Uh, through some times, they actually had a condensed from four times a month to just one time a month. Uh, the restaurant they were using closed down, so they had to get new people, yada, yada, yada. A buddy of mine named Chris Oleg started volunteering North Dallas. Uh, so we were partnering up with both organizations. Mm -hmm. But that was only providing these meals on the first and third Saturday of the month. Mm -hmm. In 2014, we decided to do a thing called breaking the Guinness World Record, and we broke the Guinness World Record wow. for the most people making sandwiches at the same time. Nice. What was the record? Uh, so it was at like 600 and something in a company from U the UK, and we actually had 1,363 people wow. at the Hilton Anatole. Nice. Broke that record. Uh, cool. But on nice. August 1st, uh, Subway decided to break our record. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? On, Subway. <laughs> uh, but we'll rewind. That was this past August. We'll rewind back to 2015. Uh, or January of 2015 and we actually launched our own Feed the City event and we branded it Feed the City. The other yeah. ones weren't called Feed the City. They were just sandwich making for sure. the homeless. Uh, so we branded it Feed the City and that's on the second Saturday of the month. Uh, we partnered up with Volunteer North Dallas and we are calling the first Saturday of every month Feed the City as well. Uh, we have people all around the country now that are reaching out to us and they're going to be launching it. So we have That's it awesome. happening in cool. Austin, in Houston, yeah. in College yes. Station, in Little Rock, and all these individuals that are just passionate about the movement and mission and wanting to do it for themselves. That's influence. Like yes, that's, that is. that's what Absolutely. I'm talking about. Like, what is it that we do that causes actual change that yeah. makes a person not only say that's a really cool idea and I get what you're doing and I understand it and I want to be a part of it what is the thing that's going to help me be a part of the thing that you're doing mm -hmm. and then it becomes a part of their culture and then it spreads you're all over the place now so I think that is 
where my questions yeah. lie about what we do with influence as it comes. Right. Uh, you've been handed some opportunities because of your passion for what it is that you do to become a person of influence in the community, around the country now. So um, how does a person... Um, how does a person remain aware of what it is when they're called to do, I suppose, and what do they do to uh, be responsible for the things, you know, that they're passionate about? How do you take responsibility for that? Know where you come from. Hmm. Talk about it. Um, you know, I wasn't, my parents raised me on love and hard work and uh, just continue to build on your mistakes. You know, like I always tell people in a lot of my talks when I speak uh, that I wasn't raised with a silver spoon. I was raised with a wooden spoon, but I was fed very well. Yeah. Uh, you know, my parents, nice. I like that. my parents just kept raising me the right way. And uh, so a lot of kudos to them. Uh, this sure. isn't a product of myself. Uh, this is a product of them and at the end of the day, a product of the man upstairs. And that's the only person that I can continue to follow and sure. keep all my faith in. That's just a personal drive for myself. Right on. Yeah. But, um, you know, you have to stay grounded. You have to stay humble. You know, there's times that you get you get to speak in a huge crowd and they give you a standing ovation or applause. And right. that's great. And people cheering that 1.3 million people are fed. I want people to cheer for one person fed. Yeah. Sure. You know, like it's our goal to end hunger. Like, let, let's put it out there. It's our mm -hmm. goal for Tango Tab to end hunger. There's over a billion meals dined out in restaurants every single week. Hmm. With 50 million Americans going to bed hungry every single night, mm -hmm. we can actually end this problem if you do the math, right? right? Uh, government has been going after it for the last 40 years. Um, no political uh, alignment in this next statement, but I don't care if you voted for Obama, if you voted for Bush, if you voted for Clinton, if you voted for the other Bush, every single one of them has promised to end childhood hunger by yeah. the end of their terms. Yeah. And not one has even come close. Sure. Right where we're sitting right now, one in four kids are going to go bed hungry tonight. Yeah. Wow, man. And, th and that's what really drives me, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. seeing those faces, hearing those stories. And uh, like you say that we have influence uh, and like with these Feed the City events, when we have 400 people and in two weeks we're going to have over 3,000 people showing up at the Dallas Convention Center, um, they have influence on us. Sure. Because having those people give up their Saturday mornings, having those people right. take a simple act of just using an app or doing whatever they're doing to make a difference, it keeps us moving. It keeps us pushing forward. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I know. Oh. It's a lot. <laughs> 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 uh, we we got to look back at our list like, man. So, so good, I Nick. want to talk about the thing that I really have in mind, at least especially from a marketing perspective is how you all create the tangibles. Um, it's one thing to say that you want to do something, but you all take it a step further and you create opportunities for people to actually be a part of what it is that you're doing. So uh, you heard a little bit about what we were talking about earlier with Kendrick Lamar and Kanye and Beyonce and all these people who are taking social stances right um how important is it when taking a social stance um to actually have either an alliance or a plan of action for how other people can be a part of what it is that you are are doing well like i always say 90 percent of people can build a strategy only 10 percent of them can actually execute yeah mm. man that execution is key so 
and you see, and you just mentioned three names, whether you love them or you hate them or whatever you think about them, they didn't mm -hmm. get to where they're at today by sitting around. Right. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into everything that they did. And whether influence is positive or negative, that's in the eye of the beholder. But True. Uh, it takes a lot to just go out there and actually do it. And I get asked that question all the time, like, how did you get these speaking? How are you speaking in New York? How are you speaking in Miami and right. L.A. and Chicago? It's because I put myself out there, yeah. mm. you know, and that's another thing that my parents raised me on that uh, my mom always said it and it hung in like I think in my third grade class that be yourself and original is worth more than a copy. Mm. You're not going to get everyone to love you. Right. You are going to back when Cat Williams was saying that back in 2008 mm -hmm. during the Pimp Chronicles, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you're going to you are going to have haters. Yeah. Sure. You know, it comes with the territory. It actually. comes with the territory. Yeah, right, right, Absolutely. Right. And the more you grow as an individual, you can't let those haters bring you pull you back. Sure. Right. And that's what I think a lot of people get scared of. They're like, well, this person's thinking about me in this way. And if you know that you are doing the plan that you're on the road that you're supposed to be on. Yeah. Uh, which is not your own. Mm -hmm. But if you're on that road and you keep pushing and you keep going through it, you're going to you're going to go and make it. I mean, uh, you're you're going to make it a long way. Yeah. Do you, I, go. I, how do you create balance between knowing what to say on the platform that you've been given? So, for instance, you're saying that you have an opportunity to travel to New York and all of these different places to really talk about Tango Tap and whatever else that you're passionate about. How do you decide when and where is the right place to say your your views on something or how you feel about a certain situation? <laughs> that's funny because I'm the type of person that's not really PC. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> I, I'll, say, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. uh, and sure. if it's on my mind, it's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not, not as bad as Donald Trump. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no, it's. No, but if it's on if it's on my mind, if it's on my heart and I feel that it should be said, it's going to get said. I, I'm not. The, I won't hold back and something like that's a big thing like even in relationships with me you know yeah. even with a if it's a friend a, a girlfriend yeah. a boss i mean a co-worker yeah i'm gonna let it out i'm gonna i'm gonna say what needs to be said in in a very like conversational way right. but to make sure that we're able to grow from it i think that's being raised on constructive criticism rather than just criticism mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Just the whole idea of the const the constructive side of it, because a lot of people don't view criticism as constructive. They think it's you know it's criticism, so it's, it it's really it's yeah, it hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not here to really make me better, but to make me worse. Yeah. Do you have people around you that keep you mindful of the things mm -hmm. that you say, or do you just kind of like you know? There's some things that I say, and I'm like, you know, I probably <laughs> shouldn't have said that. Like, I'll get I'll get a look, you know, around the dinner table. It's like. Okay, I'll just go with the flow. Right. And, you know, I, I played baseball, right? <laughs> right? So if you batted 300 and succeeded 30% of the time, you're in the Hall of Fame. You right. know? Right, right, <laughs> so, right, so right, 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 So you just go for it, basically, I, whether you I, I win. Go, <laughs> I go for it. Sometimes it's out of context. And yeah. That's fine. But so, so even from, again, you know, we're talking about influence. Like, how do you, how do you gauge, um, let me rephrase that. At what point do you consider your audience? when you are presenting your your thoughts so whatever for instance beyonce you know was she really considering her audience and how 
her message was really going to be reflective of that? I mean, how well, do you take I, always, I always consider my audience. I mean, mm-hmm. even before we had this interview, I asked you guys, right, who is our audience? Yeah. So I, so I'm able to say it in a way that everyone, I guess, would be able to understand, be able to, yeah. like, right, like drive to it and pull to it, mm-hmm. right. And I've just uh, always loved speaking and so whenever i'm able to speak my mind and give my opinion uh I, i'm able to use it because i'm passionate about what i do and what i stand for right mm-hmm. and uh i think um like i said earlier it's not my, it was my parents it's uh god that's led me in this direction so uh just like a ut a tim tebow uses his platform i think very well Mm-hmm. Um, and is able to stand up for what he believes in. And there's quite a few other people. And with a little bit of backlash. With a little bit of backlash. <laughs> hey, everyone's going to have backlash. Yeah. Everyone's going to have backlash. Yeah, yeah. That's, what that's what we're learning <laughs> from all of these conversations. Is everyone's Especially had backlash. Especially the louder backlash. you are and the higher you go, backlash is inevitable. Right. Uh, but I think... And even the more different you are. Mm-hmm. Because True. people aren't really... They really don't take well to change. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like to stay in the same routine and keep doing the same thing. And um, I think we hit a point back in 2008 when Obama was running or in 2007 when he started running, he started saying this whole change thing. I think we are actually ready for that as a country. Eight years later. Right. Yeah. Eight years later. Well, uh, that we were ready for that mm-hmm. for, as a country. And um, I thought we were ready for it two years yeah. prior. But uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. so. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Thank so you so much, Nick, for coming on Live Chat Radio and yeah, chatting with fun. us about you and Tango Tab and influence and whether you don't sound like you're causing chaos. So that's awesome. I'm trying so. not to cause too much chaos. There will be there will be <laughs> some kind of organized chaos. chaos on February 27th right? at the Dallas Convention Center. So okay. I want to invite everyone out yes. there. Uh, if you want to sign up, it's breakingtheworldrecord.com. We're going to go get our record back from Subway. Yeah. Uh, we're expecting Let's around go. over 3,000 people there. Uh, it's at the, I consider it the second biggest venue in Dallas besides Jerry's, Jerry World. Right. Um, <laughs> what's right. the name? What's the website? It's Breaking breakingtheworldrecord.com. Okay. Don't ask me how we got that dom- domain, but it's <laughs> a awesome. pretty good one. I can't believe y'all actually got that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not taken already. That's going to be really interesting. And it's so on February. February 27th. Get there mm-hmm. at 830. Doors do close at 10. No oh. expectations. We have to lock them because of Guinness. Uh, oh. Got you. So do, do we need to bring anything? Just us. Yeah. Bring some. Bring as many people as you want. If you have a kid that's three years old, they can break the record that, as long as they make a sandwich. Oh. And you have um, to make this. Everybody has to make the same the sandwich at the same same time. time. So you have a five minute window to make this sandwich, okay. and then mm. once that five minute window hits, we'll make more sandwiches. Uh, every sandwich that's made is going to an organization. We do prefer that you bring like turkey or chicken uh, okay. sliced. Don't bring like a big old thing like it's the deli or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, but sliced turkey or chicken over some other meats. We want to try to stay a little bit healthier. If you right. prefer wheat bread over white, that's perfectly fine. Some cool. people prefer white, but so basically, bring meat and bread. Yep, everything's on breakingtheworldrecord.com and like right. what to wear and everything awesome. awesome that's good stuff let's go esther yeah let's go we all right go. okay let's go. Let's go. Let's let's radio trust me i know how to make sandwiches honey <laughs> ham and cheese hey i'm Get single so there's any ladies that know how to make a good sandwich they hey, want to call him up i got you i can't cook so i got you boo. Nick is trying to find him a date on live right. chat radio <laughs> okay let's golly go. meet Sing- him at breaking the world records.com <laughs> singles in the city what? <laughs> Turn in- down. we should probably connect them <laughs> we should do you know stephanie johnson from singles in the city oh oh yeah will be fun what you guys need to work together they've just mm-hmm. got a great organization sounds good all right yeah. so um how can people download the app 
They go to the App Store for Apple or mm -hmm. for Android. Download Tango Tab. Uh, you can put in what, what, what promo code do we want to use tonight? Um, live, chat. live chat radio. Live chat radio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put in promo code live chat radio, and we'll feed two people uh, in need from Yay. you doing that. Right on. And let's keep feeding people just by dining out. And Nick, so the so it doesn't necessarily um, matter what restaurant you go to. Like, is it we have part we have partner restaurants there. Okay. We have partner restaurants that are on the app, uh, and we're continuing to expand. Last month we launched a, a sister company of Tango Tab. Uh, mm -hmm. This month is the Guinness World Record. Next month is Tango Tab 3.0. April is Tango Charities. May is we're opening Tango Tab up to all restaurants throughout the country. And June goes into Hunger Awareness Month. So we're rolling in 2016. Yes. Right on. It. Let's go. Love Absolutely love it. Thank you so much for being on. Thank we you guys for having it. me. You got it. Thank you all for having me. Oh, you <laughs> got it. You got it. You got it. Come on, All right, you draw. guys, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Walking around with my head down, but I can't hide with these high heels on. Downtown in a thick crowd, but it's just you that my mind is on. Uh, dressed up, got my heart messed up. You got yours and I got mine. Yeah. It's unfair that I still care. And I wonder where you are tonight. Thinking it could be different. But maybe we missed it. Yeah. Thinking it could be different. It could.
guys make sure that you subscribe to us on itunes and on soundcloud it's all live chat radio you're now listening to live chat radio Pray for Paris, but pray for the parents. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. This is a God dream. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Live Chat Radio. So I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mr. Nick Marino. Um, fantastic interview. He's a great guy. I hope you guys stay connected with him. He's doing some really great things in the community. Yeah, and go and download the Tango Tab app. You mm-hmm. can either go to their website. Their website is really cool. If you go to the website, tangotab.com, and put your phone number in, it'll send you the link, and mm-hmm. you can download the app like that. Or you can search for Tango Tab in uh, the Google Play Store, iTunes. It's everywhere. Right. So in our interview with Nick, we talked a lot about influence and the power of that. And mm-hmm. so um, hopefully you caught our intro to the to the podcast this week and we talked a little bit about Beyonce. Not even a little bit. We pretty we much spent the first 15 about minutes about Beyonce. Beyonce. On accident, like I don't think we intended on staying there the whole time, but we couldn't help ourselves because there's a lot. There was a lot to say. There was a lot to say. Um, and yeah, I don't again, I don't think we got it to 
got to a conclusion about that. I know it. I think it's more complicated than people actually want to give thought to. I mm-hmm. think they just want to make a passing judgment and decide. Right. Instead of really thinking about what our influencers are saying to us and saying to the rest of the world and how do we respond to it and what do we say to the people around us in relation to what the influencers are saying to the rest of the world. That was deep. Say well, that again. <laughs> I don't think I can. I think that if you want to hear it again, you're you gotta going rewind to have it. to press rewind. <laughs> I listen to a lot of books that do that to me. Like, I'm gonna well, listen what you to say? It. I'm going to listen to that part okay. again and Sometimes rewind it. Sometimes it just flows. Yeah, it, it flows. flowed. It was really, it was like you actually thought about that. <laughs> before you Sometimes I'm a thinker, <laughs> Esther. So, so the other two influencers that we're going to talk about this week are actually three influencers. So they we are. talked about Beyonce. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about Kanye West and Kirk Franklin. That was the next thing that happened. We're talking about this yes. in the order and the progression that we saw them happen. Right, exactly. So this ripple effect right so beyonce comes out with her let's go black panther movie leotard leotard not swimsuit right and afros leotard and afros and then here we go with kanye west releasing his new project of course and on that new project he has a song called ultra ultra light beam right right with 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 Mr. Kirk Franklin. Right. And and who else is on there? The Dream. The Dream. Chance uh, the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Did you see Anthony Evans on, I did. on the front row? There he go right here yeah, on his picture. On and um, Doing the thing. Actually, I think Mary and J. Blige is the singer on the album, but Kelly Price, Kelly Price did yeah. it. On the sh- Kelly ripped it. She was the yeah. only part I really heard while i was watching it because she was in church else, she <laughs> in was. her mind she was in church everything else seemed like an ultralight confusion <laughs> can you pull up, pull up the lyrics Felicia, while we're talking about this because i i feel like like people need to know let me tell you the the lyric that really stood out to me that i know was not the it, there was a lyric that was repeated uh that said over and over again mm-hmm. i'm trying to keep my faith mm-hmm. but i'm looking for more Let's pause there. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, let's pause. Well, I, I get it. That's what I told my mom this. I don't. I don't get I the whole song. Okay. I No, I get what they're trying to collectively mm-hmm. do. Right. I do get the plight. Um, I get the questioning. I'm trying to keep my faith, but I'm looking for more. You probably, that's the problem, that you're looking, you're looking for, for something more. more than what you already have in your faith. Mm-hmm. And I think my fundamental question goes more to, to our dear brother Kirk, and I hate to be this woman, because I like what people do when they are outside of the four walls of the church. I I love that. Like, I love mm-hmm. being outside of the four walls. I think, yeah, that I think that's, that's where we should be, actually. But yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But... I think we have to be cognizant and aware of what we are going to associate with uh, and what we tell everybody else mm-hmm. we're going to associate with. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to go and disciple or be with your brother or like be a part of somebody else's world right. and help to influence it, awesome. I think that's I what think we're that called I'm, to do. Yeah, and, we're, and I feel like we're doing that every single day. Like... It's a lot of Christians that are not necessarily intentionally doing it. Sure. But that's what we should be doing is infiltrating. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. But. That's a big old but. <laughs> what, I, what I don't know is if 
we pay a, or if we are premature in telling people what it is that we're doing in this case Kurt Kanye mm-hmm. collaborating on a song that is confusing yeah it's so confusing it's actually confusing like I have absolutely no I mean even it doesn't it just doesn't make sense yeah <laughs> yeah this says I'm trying to keep my faith we are an ultra light beam this is a God dream deliver us serenity deliver us peace deliver us loving you know we need it that it, that's why we need you now. Oh, I pray for parents. Paris, pray for parents. This is a God dream. We are an ultra light beam. This is everything. I'm trying to keep my faith, but I'm looking for more somewhere I can feel safe and end my holy war. I'm trying to keep my faith. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other com- That's exactly how I felt. And then the like even the performance was bad. Oh, it was, it was weird. so bad. Kanye sounded bad at the beginning. His auto tune microphone was not helping. Then the choir, it was like it was it, weird. It, it even it didn't it didn't even feel like the choir fit into the song. It's like they made the choir fit into these lyrics yeah like, what are and y'all then talking it about? was like the choir stopped and got a blue shirt from target on the <laughs> way and kanye could have paid for all of their clothes with his jacket like Actually, his jacket had like diamonds i on think it. that i think probably all of those clothes were from his line like that because they're weird and they're pointless. weird like his whole line like literally when he first started releasing his uh his fashion line he you know he had holes in his shirt and I was like, man, it looked like Raz been eating on your shirt. Like, I, I got some shirts at the house. <laughs> like, sweaters. They're you know, expensive. You know, like the shirts that you, like, paint in? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, his clothes looked like that. And yeah. I was like, okay. So, I, I mean, again, I get what you're trying to do. I get it. But I feel like here, here's my here's my issue with a lot of artists these days. Okay. Is that, you know, they're an artist, so they're very sensitive about their ish, number sure. one. Yep, uh-huh. And so... But what they do is, it's like they're intentionally trying to be totally different yeah. and totally out the box. Right. And like, I want to be, especially when they're used to be. they're trying to be what's next. Yeah, but that's not the way that you be what's next. <laughs> the only way that you that you become what's next is when you are who you are and you're original and you're classic. And so it doesn't matter of whether you next, now, yesterday, or tomorrow, you're still influential. Sure. So Michael Jackson. And not confusing. Exactly. Like you, I don't think you can be influential and your message actually work if people don't know what the heck you talking what about. What are you talking about? It's not working. But then you got people, and people are so not thoughtful that they just, like I said, they mm-hmm. see it and they make a quick passing judgment. Oh, go rah rah Kirk Franklin. He witnessing to the people. Wait a minute. Hold up. Are you really though? But what did he say? Like, are, and then kind of read read the prayer at the end. That, that yeah, Kirk that says. messed me up too. Yeah, let's read that. Um, that's he says. Um, Father, this prayer is for everyone that feels they're not good enough. Right. This prayer is for everybody that feels like they're too messed up. Right. For everyone that feels they've said, I'm sorry, too many times. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. You can never go too far when you can't. Wait. You can never go too far when you can't come back home again. That's why I need faith more safe war. What is a safe war coming? I don't get that part. Faith, <laughs> safe. Why, 
Why are you doing spirit doing things? They do it. Watch the performance. At the end, they go, yeah. And their hands do jazz hands. And they shake off stage right. And then Kanye West <laughs> goes, he gets up from laying prostrate. And he goes, Kanye, I've been ready to restore Kanye West. So here's, here's what I think. That, <laughs> what was that? Here's what I think that was at the end is he ran out of time. And so he was trying to say that his album was released on his website. That's because that song was 20 minutes long. It was long. 20 minutes long. Oh. Yeah, it was so weird. Like, you have to go and just Google if you the have a, You got to watch it. Kanye West, Saturday Night Live. Ultra Light Beam. That's Ultra the other thing. Beam. I had to search my butt off to figure out what the name of the song was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it, and nobody knew at first on social media. There were, it was just Kanye West performs with Kurt with right. on SNL. Right. Um, but I had to look for the fact that the song was called Ultra Light Beam because we kept hearing. I didn't even know they said that. I just kept hearing, "This is a God dream. This is everything." <laughs> 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 we we gonna play we're gonna play it. Actually. No, yes, I don't want to promote that we, stuff. It's horrible. To, we're not gonna play the whole song. We got to no. play a snippet. Uh, Just a snippet. Uh, <laughs> uh, so bad. Which goes back to the po- the the title of the show: making moves or causing chaos. Right. So when you utilize your influence in a way that doesn't make sense to the people who you are trying to communicate to. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Did you use that for good? Did you use that because you were trying to make a premature point about what? I don't even know what his point was in in really creating that song. I mean, obviously he wants it to be an ultra light beam. But but here's the thing though, is that why like how how does how does your target audience and Kirk Franklin's target audience even Overlap? Do but they even? They're not the, even the same people. You, well, you got to think about this, just like you talked about Beyonce just mm-hmm. a second ago. She knows what she's doing. She is who she is, and mm-hmm. she's trying to reach right. Right. Kirk, by the same standards, talking about making making this business. You right. know, part of this is business. Right. It's Absolutely. Part point, but it's, it's all part business. business. I'm not all business, but so. Considering 50%. the fact that he just launched a record called Losing My Religion and he's been talking about what all of that is and mm-hmm. means to him, right. from a business perspective, he can't just continue to, to make records for inside of the four walls. He's got to find out, figure out a way to get his message outside of the four walls. Right. And so why not collaborate with the biggest confused star in the world? Like seriously, <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a pause from our craziness. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I just wanna get away with you. I just wanna fly away from what I see. Every time we fail, it falls on you. Another reason for the world to not believe.
Check out our latest issue of Alicia Magazine by visiting aliciamagazine.com and be sure to join our email list. That web address again is E-L-I-S-I-A magazine.com. Yo, my soul's convicted. Hate the way that we get depicted. Picked apart in the public. The system's got me disgusted. Thrusted into the light that be despised because they love it. So watch us squirm and die under the lies that we entrusted. Self-image degraded. Culture imitated. Afraid to be considered as someone who never made it. We played a game eventually leading to our enslavement. The kiss of death is value and peace over liberation. I was following up without no knowledge itself. My empty soul made me assume that full of pockets will help because money Power, respect was the idols that we erected But great perceptions ain't never lead to no resurrection Still I rise even though the world try to wear me down Gotta get up on my own, bumping knives hit me now In the city that I roam, everybody seeks a throne Wish you well when you win and still standing all alone There's a war on my mind, so I gotta stay vigilant Be awesome though I'm humble when they think that I'm ignorant Cause fitting in may lead to some dividends But do the math, you don't have to face the same problems we living in we ain't from the same place, we might 
Is it the same fate? But look at history, show me where is the same fate? When enemies circle, do you fight? Do you save face? Cause only when I speak violently do you preach saving grace. Are we on the same team? Do we serve the same king? If one of us is certain, don't we all share the same pain? Then pride is the one that calls Lucy to fall. Is that pride worth losing it all? You make the call. Preparation, no one's daring as me. I know you want me to fail. I see the hate in your eyes. I smell the fear in your blood when you go to cram me with lies. I feel the tension in the air when people say I've arrived. And the fear that overcomes you when they go and say he's alive. Don't know the path that I walk. Can't put me back in the crate. Paying my dues, my heart is suffering in the back of a slave. You politic and plot your moves steady, attacking my fate. But I rely on the hand of the Lord when havoc's my way. Poising myself to do well. Hey everybody, welcome to our next life segment Um, and hopefully you enjoyed our segment on last week where Felicia was talking about how to actually be a better brand and so today I'm going to talk about how to actually be a better band. See how that works? Um, I want to talk about artist development. 
um, and and really what that means and what that looks like from an artist perspective. And so I want to give you guys five important things that you need to identify before you even start talking about how to build um, your music career. And so these are really great starting points for you. And so the first one, and I call this PPVVA. I'm sure that that sounds like something when we put it all together, but right now it's going to be PPVVA. So the first P is called plan. Um, and that basically means that you need to plan for your future. What do you really want your future to look like when you start considering yourself as an artist? What is your five-year plan? What is your two-year plan? What is your one-year plan? What is your six-month plan? What is your tomorrow plan? You need to make sure that you have everything written out. At least give yourself a good overview of what you want your career to look like and really set some realistic goals for yourself. So that's the first one. The first one is plan. And then the second one is what's your purpose as an artist? Um, I meet so many artists that, you know, their main goal is I just want to make great music. But it has to be more than that. It has to have some depth to it. And so I want to know and any person in the industry right now in order to really be intrigued by your artistry they really want to know why do you choose to make the type of music the type of music that you um that you are are promoting yourself as so whatever your genre is whether that's r&b hip-hop pop soul funk gospel there's like an array jazz um you know singer songwriter whatever it is that your genre is what makes you so special and what makes you so different from the rest there are millions of singer songwriter groups especially with independent music really taking a um a leap right now in the industry i mean everyone wants to do their own thing you know a lot of people are really interested in building it from the ground up and so it's really important for you to identify what your purpose is for your music so write that down Number one, plan. And then number two, what is your purpose? And then number three, the this is the V. The V is vision. So where what, what's your vision for your whole brand? What do you see it actually looking like? Um, and this is really super important when you really identify like the top two or three artists that you've been listening to and have, has really had a huge influence over your life. What does their brand really say um, to you? And like Felicia was talking about last week, how important a brand is. And this is where the brand comes in and your artist development side of it, because we really want to see what you look like visually. Um, it's, it's one thing to just come out, you know, as an artist and say, hey, this is me. This is who I am. But it's another thing to actually develop that look, develop that package and really be able to let your audience know that not only am I here, but I'm here to stay. And I'm going to be bringing you really creative things um, through my performances and through my music that really reinvent whatever genre that you are a part of. So if you're, again, gospel, what are you doing to really reinvent this whole genre and to make it different from the rest? And what do you what is what are you bringing to the table to make you stand out? So that's the vision. The fourth is your voice. So a lot of artists miss this component because they think that it's really about the music. And it's really important to make sure that your music is, you know, um, interesting, engaging, all of those components. But it's really more important to know what is your voice behind your music. So after you get off of stage, what is your personal life like? What are you involved in? What type of community service organizations are you working with? Um, You know, what's your passion behind the songs and the lyrics that you're saying? So we really want to hear your voice. We really want to know who you are outside of just seeing you as a performer. So when you think about, again, your top two or three artists that you've been following over the past 
you know, 10 to 15 years and that's really like created this this um, longevity in the industry. What is it about them outside of their music that interests them? And and that's something that you will be able to probably find out if you go to their website or if you go to, you know, organizations that they're a part of, any type of nonprofit organizations that they really support. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, that it's really important for you guys to know exactly um, um, who you're who you're standing up for and what you're saying when you're not singing. Um, so, you know, think about that. Like, again, it's not just about who you are as an artist when you get off stage, but it's really more about who you are as an artist when you get off of stage. So this week we're talking a lot about Beyonce and and her political statement at the Super Bowl. That's a statement. That's her outside of her music. So she decided to bring in her personal views into her music and infuse them. And some people agree with it. Some people disagree with it. Whatever it is that you, however you feel about it, the point is that she was expressive about how she felt about a really strong political statement that most artists right now are really being quiet about. So think about that. Think about what your your voice is. And then number five, which is like, to me, the most important of all five, actually. And I kept that one, I put that one last because once you finish doing the the planning and you figure out your purpose and you know your vision and then you figure out your voice now it's time to take action and this is where a lot of artists stop actually so they get all of the things before they get all of the prerequisite things that they need in order to build it but when it comes to actually putting these goals into actions and and into actionables like steps that you can actually take to get from one one place to the next a lot of artists stop and so i want you to know that it's so like this this part right here is super important. If you want to take your your artistry, if you want to take your music to the next level and really upbrand yourself, it's time to take action. So stop talking about it and be about it. Um, it's a scripture in Proverbs that talks about um, th- that the actions of a man is what brings good profit. But when you just talking and it doesn't say just talking, but it's similar to that. It talks about when you're just talking about it, that you're you're going to end up in poverty. And that's so true. Like we need to apply that to our everyday lives. Don't talk about it. Artists be about it. So if you know that you need to make a call, if you know you need to bring you need to create a team, if you know you need management, if you need PR, if you need marketing promotions, whatever it is that you need, you need to start taking actions to find those people that you can bring onto your team. E. Callaway Management. Zoe Communications. This is what we do. Um, you need to read. You need to start taking action and creating this team of people because that's really what you're going to need to take your your music and your brand and your artistry to the next level. So, those are the five um, points that I wanted to share with you guys today. Again, that is plan, purpose, vision, voice, and action. Action, 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 action. So what are you gonna what are you gonna do tomorrow? What are you gonna do right now after you finish listening to this podcast? What are you gonna do to move the notch even closer to your goals? So when you again have that that plan of this is what I want to do in five years, what are you gonna be doing right now to make sure that you get to that place in five years? And it's gonna take way more than talking about it. Even if you're surrounded by people that keep talking about it, you need to change your surroundings. You need to get around people that are action driven. If you are one of those people that are lazy and you don't really like to, you know, take action, you really want to just chill at the house and 
and sit and you know and and you're surrounded surrounded by people that encourage that you need to change your surroundings get around action driven people so that's what i have to say today on uh, our next live segment i hope you guys enjoyed that and if you have any suggestions of things that we should or questions about branding or artist management or artist development please feel free to email us at livechatradio at gmail.com and we can talk about your question on our next podcast all right talk to you soon Let's go. Uh, yeah, is Danny scripture crazy? You love me or you hate me? I love the Lord like crazy. Even when I'm acting crazy, the way I spit it crazy. You don't get it, you crazy. You love me or you hate me? Or maybe you like maybe. Or maybe you Maybelline the way it seems. Cause you break up only to make up. Make sure the words out of my lipsticks. And what I line has no blemishes. Kid script. More inclined just to rhyme with the insight to insight sightseers. Rhyme with the insight to insight sightseers. Rhyme with the insight to insight sightseers. Rhyme with the insight to insight You got too many squares in your circle. Rearrange your circumference. Father, son, spirit. That's the triangle offense. Diamonds are forever. Bet I shine like a rhombus. No rectangle. Get me out of all your boxes. On the cutting edge. Mine sharper than a razor. A little off the top. I just just gave you a shape up Riddles that I drop They encourage Keep your faith up Dribble in the rock Bring the cross over Lay up The crowd is going crazy There ain't no stopping me Although I get bored With this monopoly Please don't try to play me This economy Is more of a dichotomy I'm better off Finding Forrester With Sean Connery Commonly commentary's crazy You love me or you hate me Is Danny scripture crazy? Mm, maybe Or maybe you may be lean So lenient But we stand up guys You just a comedian And I rhyme with the Insight to insight Sightseers Rhyme with with the insight to insight sightseers, rhyme with the insight to insight sightseers, rhyme with the insight to insight sightseers. We riding out like bonanza. That's what you call bars. Well, them cells have cancer. Trying to find stars, watch my friends like Chandler. I remain silent when I'm right like Miranda. Abracadabra, random cadavers. ID, man, you should have ran from them stanzas. Find me wherever the sand hits the sandals. If life is a beach, I was playing in her castles. Water hard to pass, so I draw a bridge. You want some water, but you have nothing. To draw with, and I was brought up where they told us to be cautious. Plus, I don't want to risk the garments, I'm a darn damn. It's really daunting, and I know the world is crazy, and I've been worried lately. Obama's the ticking time bomb, and time ain't waiting. They keep their guns a blazing, it might sound kind of crazy. I'm doing that for that non violent, that's word amazing. Crazy, 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 crazy. Nobody 
nobody there but you and me Knew we were making history, yeah Our eyes met and it was over From beginning to end We knew that we'd never love again Never end A million years we're in A new millennium kind of Listening to Live Chat Radio. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahamas, I be looking at you from the face down. One Mac 11, even boom with the face down. Skimming, and let me tell you about my life. Painkillers only put me in a. Hey guys, welcome back. So, you enjoyed that musical break, of course, because we are finna talk about this dude, man. That song right there, we gonna be all right. Yeah, it's sho- shoulder mm. swag is working right now. And I got my lip, like, crooked. Yeah, the lip. Mm. Yeah, that. We gone. <laughs> Y'all heard that that Esther is questionable. <laughs> that's the questionable Esther. I love her too, though. Yes, that's the hood. Look, that's the ratchet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was talking to my client today, talking to Nate, okay. the beat breaker Robinson. Okay. And um, and so we were talking about his music, and he said something, and I was like, man, we're gonna put that on a t-shirt for the beat breaker. He was like, man, I need at least thirty percent ratchet of like for <laughs> for everything, like like seventy percent classic music, but it gotta be thirty percent ratchet. Okay. Or like seventy percent jazz music, but it gotta be thirty percent ratchet. Like okay. everything gotta have that little bit of ratchet. That's so that's my little, little bit of ratchet. Bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm more saying, like right? fifteen percent. Fifteen percent maybe ratchet? five. I don't think five. No. I think I think I could I 
think it's more, 15 I think 20 actually you see what I'm talking about <laughs> That's the fifteen. That's the I fifteen to twenty percent, right there. It's such a stark contrast too, because I'm like, "What, Esther? What are you talking about?" Way exactly. Like, this goes really quickly. Yeah, that's that's the that's the twenty percent. Thank the you, thank you, Esther. So yeah. speaking of ratchet, this guy is not very ratchet. Or he didn't have a rat. <laughs> well, just kidding. He, yeah, he can be incredibly ratchet. yeah super ratchet, except for Try his to pimp a butterfly. Come on, man. Oh, he's that's clean ratchet. <laughs> He's what you would call conserver ratchet. Conserver ratchet. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. That is solid. So this last dude, Mr. Kendrick Lamar. Yes. At the Grammys. Yes. I already know. Uh, I'm going to let you just go because you're uh, already starting to make noises. Man, that performance really excited. was so amazing. It just really... It was the highlight for the night for me. Yeah. It was... Um, it, I mean, like, he definitely brought the emotions that you should that you should um bring from an audience when they finish looking at your performance like he performed his butt off man i will say that i woke up in the middle of the night because mm -hmm. i wake up in the middle of the night often usually my child's feet are like across my face <laughs> right. and i have to move her out of the way right. and so i woke up and uh, I scrolled and I saw a timeline full of man Kendrick full Lamar. Of it. Kendrick Lamar. It was amazing. Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I did watch it mm -hmm. a few times. Yeah. Found lyrics. Uh. Googled because that's what I do. Oh uh, yeah. And so you go ahead. And let me hear your rant about it, Esther. So, I'm sure you have it. I don't necessarily have a rant about it. I just think that it really. It made me proud. Like it made me proud to be in the industry. It made me proud to know that like you can be that expressive on a Grammy stage when for the most part, like it's really rare that you see you, you see you it's rare that you see a hip hop artist. Um and that's a whole nother thing. Like I don't think that he's that he's really a He's like, kinda carved a uh, yeah, genre for himself. Yeah, he's he's really created his own his own lane, which I appreciate even more. But it's really rare that you see a hip hop artist because that's the only that's mainly the categories that he was sure. in for Grammys, yeah, yeah. right? All eleven. Eleven nominated for yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and so you don't necessarily see artists like that that really present like that type of quality of entertainment. So sure. most of the time for hip hop artists, they literally get up there, they have their entourage, they have some dancers in the background, you know, they do their thing, they sing their lyrics and then they're off the stage. But right. he literally came with a point and a purpose for well, his performance. Well, the other people that we talked about today, Esther, also came for a point and a purpose. Mm -hmm. But what makes his... In your opinion, what makes his different than the other ones that seemed mightily confused to well, me? I think I think my difference with Kanye is that this has been his message from the beginning. Kanye or Ken I mean, sorry, Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. So so with Kendrick, this has been his message from since I've been listening to him. Sure. He's been he's always been very political in his lyrics, like from the with a different kind of balance though yeah with a totally different type of balance and from a from a pers from a, an experience point of view right and sure. so it's not him saying you know black lives matter hashtag but, yeah hashtag but even on in this one it was more about him and not necessarily about the whole world he was really talking from a from his own point of view right and so he was saying you know this is who i am that's interesting yeah 
That's interesting. I wish you would have said that earlier yeah. because <laughs> by comparison, like even if you think about if you think about Kirk, Kirk is a church dude. He's right. been in the church his whole entire life. Right. And so he was praying over Kanye on the floor when Kanye was prostrate. I mean, praying, over. Uh, But was that from a position of something that Kirk has understood? Mm. What, it, prayer? Well, no. Oh, where Kanye is. is or was or who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was Does that happen because of something that he's experienced personally yeah same as the case with beyonce like when <laughs> when has beyonce ever been able to or ever experienced the same kind of uh, racial discrimination racial discrimination mm-hmm. as the people in the black panther move uh in the black panther movement so so this is interesting because i was listening to uh steve harvey uh, uh morning show and he made a point about that very that very um topic and so basically he was saying like, just because I'm, you know, this quote-unquote celebrity, that doesn't mean that I don't experience racial Things. discrimination sure. from a totally different angle. Okay, So, ba- it basically means that just because you're high up doesn't mean that you're ever exempt. Okay. Right? That's and so, good. from Beyonce's perspective, who knows? We like don't I, know. I don't know what you've experienced. Maybe mm-hmm. that's even from a label to a label, from a producer to a writer, whatever it is. I feel like you have, I mean, if you're... If but did you're, you feel that same way about her as you felt so... No. Yeah, Mm-mm. so distinctly about Kendrick. It felt but like Kendrick was speaking from his own personal experiences. Yeah. And so he's able to speak about whatever that thing is because it's personal, not something he's looking at from the outside, like uh, from the inside out, right. outside in. Yeah, I, I really felt I felt more personal on on Kendrick's performance because he really he really showcased how black men are viewed in today's society. And that's in prison, behind bars, like you know braids and chains like a lot of our a lot of our african-american men are 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 represented in that way so and and even from the numbers perspective like when you start looking at the prison numbers most of the people that are there and that's in prison represent our men you know hispanic or hispanic right Mm -hmm. so either either african-american or hispanic for the most part right at least 70 percent of those people that are that are in prison represent that so i think that for kendrick's performance it just it really hit the nail on the head it wasn't like a roundabout way with beyonce she was really more black power you know, oh, then, black people. Yeah, then then w- women power. You sure, know what I'm saying? I or get black it. woman power. For Kanye, it wasn't a God power. It was a ultra light beam power. <laughs> it was like this. You know, I don't know what he was doing. I still <laughs> tell, or Kirk. In or that. Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. But with Kendrick, at least I understood everything that he was saying, and I could feel I, I was relating to that. Like, oh yeah, man. Okay. Like I totally feel that. Great. That's where I'm at. Fundamental final question. Okay. Let me formulate it. Mm -hmm. No, I had it formulated in my head. So with all of this influence that these people have and the messages that they are communicating, whatever the messages are, Mm -hmm. do the messages actually have the potential to cause a shift in culture? Yes. Or are they just making statements for the sake of making statements? I think that when you have that level of influence, regardless of whether it's for the bad or good, it's going to create a shift. Really? Yeah. Is it going to create it's a shift or is it going to create conversation? No, I think it's going to create a shift. Like even even with Beyonce creating, like even with her performance creating the rippling effect from our conversation. So she started it off and then Kanye and now we're talking about Kendrick. And so it still created this whole 
shift from one artist to the next to say, oh, I feel more comfortable with exposing myself. I feel more comfortable with saying well, how I feel on the stage. I feel yeah, more comfortable with... I don't with think that's the kind of shift that I'm talking about. I'm talking about she's made a political statement about the Black Panther movement or mm-hmm. whatever. These people are making real tried and true statements. Mm-hmm. What we would like to see is some sort of shift in how the how does the culture respond to what it is that they are trying to say? Not necessarily are artists going to feel more liberal about saying whatever it is that they have to say, but are we going to see actionable changes or actionable ideas, even based off of Kendrick's performance? Are we going to go back and reevaluate the prison system because Kendrick made a statement? Yeah. Or are people are going to stand up and applause and say, I saw white people, black people, orange people stand up and say, oh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. What a great performance. There was fire on the stage. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so but uh, but what else? Yeah, I, I still I still feel like there's going to be a shift, and okay. and even in even in Beyonce's performance, um, and mind you, this could have been planned before she actually performed the, the Black Panther tribute or whatever you want to call it. Um, but even after that, like I started seeing more Black Panther facts on my page. They just did a PBS special about okay. Black Panther. Um, like it's to be it's a new been, Roots movie. Yeah, exactly. that's not because of Beyonce. But they see. actually filmed that <laughs> exactly. a long time ago. Comes out in May. <laughs> but uh, but I felt like it was more. Even if even if this just creates an, a more opportune time for these issues to come, you know, forward because everyone is talking about it already. I still feel like there is going to be a shift. Interesting. And I, and I feel like the shift is already happening because we're talking about it on live chat radio, and we're always ahead of the curve. Duh. <laughs> so. <laughs> The shift is coming, people, whether you like it or not. Okay, well, Pretty we'll much. see. Yeah. We'll see. So what what else is going on in, in Dallas this weekend? Do we have time to talk about that? I don't know. It's a lot I don't know on, what's happening in Dallas. You're getting ready to go to South by Southwest I in am. March, though. So excited about that. March 19th, to be yeah. exact. Yep. It's what's the name really of your fun. showcase? It's called Be What's Next, South by Southwest. All right. ECM Presents. You guys have a really dope venue, too. Yeah, man. 10 Oak. Um, which is, you know, of course, like, uh, so shout out to our producer, Vision Media, for just really, like, connecting ECM with South by Southwest. But the venue is fantastic. Ten Oak uh, Bourbon House and Kitchen. All right. Yeah, let's go, Bourbon let's House. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so we're going to be eating and drinking. <laughs> At the show. They wanted to have y'all at the church. That's why they could have y'all Listen, at the church. They I was like, bourbon um, was. South by. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what you want. Listen, <laughs> y'all want these people up in here because you know what they gonna bring at the church. That is, listen, they gonna be at church Sunday. I promise you that. But <laughs> on Saturday night, they gonna want to kick it. Hallelujah! And, and Saturday. Yes. So that's gonna be happening Saturday at South by Southwest. Very it's cool. Be really fun. And Maddie Michelle's got a thing coming up. Maddie Michelle, Keith Young, um, um, Samuel Three, and Tempest B is actually going to be doing Madison Man's Traveling Revival. That's this Sunday, Love right Dance Edition, uh, or the Love 21st. Electric. The twenty first, yeah, yeah. Every third Sunday at RBC, um, that's the location for right now. So, yeah, very excited about that, man. It's gonna be fun. It's a dance party, so come out. Like, all right, you know, it's gonna be techno and dance. you know how we do it. Like, that's good. It's always interesting. Okay, thing. so that's all. I think that's, that's good it. stuff. Yeah, you know, hey, you can all uh, go visit Ecoway Management or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of that, all of that good stuff. That's good. Yep. I don't have anything that cool. I'm presenting (laughs) an award ceremony. That's cool. Column awards for theater people. That's nice. But other than that, uh, (laughs) (laughs) my next thing isn't until March 21st. So, what's that? 
Uh, we are going to, we're partnering with the, what are they called? Oh my gosh, uh, Mama's Party. Mm -hmm. It's something that kind of the theater community does, but we are gonna collaborate with them for, it's actually, it's March 14th for World Down Syndrome Day. The nice. week before World Down Syndrome Day, yeah. bunch of actors and a Monday, theater right? people are gonna come together okay. and um, sing some songs, raise some awareness, yeah, sell man. some books. That's great. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be coming back from Canada on the 14th. So oh, I'll, Canada. Yeah, let's go, Canada. We'll talk about that on break. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> hopefully. I'm waiting for that contract to come. Come on, contract. Come on, oh, contract. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, all right, cool. Let's go, contract. All right. All right, you guys. So, listen, that's all we got for this week. Livechatlive.com. <laughs> that's all. We you sound like you've been at the Tinnock Bourbon House. <laughs> I know. <laughs> listen, it's going to be a great night. That's all I got to say. <laughs> You're um, so make sure Calm that you down. guys. Calm down, my mom's <laughs> listening again. Okay. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mama. <laughs> um, so go visit our website. That's what I was trying to say. Yep. Livechatlive.com. All the information about the podcast. You can listen to it live. Actually, um, you know, every Thursday at ten a.m. Mm -hmm. New um, show. And yeah, and you said what? Listen to the new show. Yeah, to the not new live. Show. Yeah. Oh, not live. Mm -mm. I mean, live meaning yeah. What she just said. You're. <laughs> She hasn't been to the bourbon house, I promise. I have not. This is all natural. <laughs> this is regular. Awesome. All right, guys. So we'll catch you next week. I have no idea what we're talking about next week right now. Don't worry about it. It's going to be great. Always. Always. Hashtag. Radio. <laughs> Bye, y'all.